Hey guys, Ryan here. Just a quick note before we start the show. Uh, thanks for so much. All the support that we got over the first two episodes, uh, we actually raised enough money to invest in some experimental AI. Um, so Alex is uh, taking a step away from the microphone this week, and we've downloaded all of his memories, his brain, his DNA into a high-functioning cyborg. Uh, we're just going to try it out this week. Uh, give us some feedback. Let us know how it goes. So, again, that's just a quick note before the show starts, and I'm going to power them up right now. Hey, what's going on, Ryan? Not much, Alex. How are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. How do you feel? I, I feel normal, I guess. Yeah, I feel pretty good. Pretty hmm. excited. I get to read the story this week, so I'm very excited about that. That's right. Uh, I have it all written down, so I think we're going to have a good time. And it's not going to be a summary this week. I'm just going to read it flat out. Straight through. It's good. It's <laughs> it's good. I'm um, in so much mystery. You've been talking this week about how yeah. it's very important to you. And I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous I might not be familiar with the fandom. If you don't, it, it's not a big deal, but... I think you're gonna like it uh as far as like an opening goes i just said something really short just so we can save on time sure um we'll so see that, about that we'll see about well, how yeah, short well, yeah, it is we'll see i might have some thoughts yeah for sure uh but it's basically so like fan fiction of real people you ever read any of that yeah like one direction and stuff yeah of exactly exactly so the question is like is it weird is it creepy who owns that you know or especially someone who's dead so there's like a comic book, and it's called Abraham Lincoln Time Cop. Oh, we have Abraham Lincoln uh, Vampire Hunter. Exactly. So, like, who owns the rights to Abraham Lincoln? His, his descendants? The U.S. Mint? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, so I just kind of wanted to talk about that. Like, is it is it a weird thing? Is it a normal thing? Why are you writing situations about other real people, you know? I mean, at this point, I think it's just devolving into fantasy. Like, oh, I was walking down the street, mm-hmm. and Leonardo DiCaprio's hat blew across my path, and he, I picked it up, oh, and yeah. I gave it to him, and we began this massive friendship. Yeah. Um, Cody Ko, the Viner YouTuber, mm-hmm. uh, people write fan fiction about him, but it's all just him having sex with them and he has a he has a good video on his his channel which is reading fanfic about me with my girlfriend and she's uncomfortable the entire time mm-hmm. like she's so upset <laughs> well if you ever if you ever want like a good uh good youtube rabbit hole to go down mm-hmm. pretty much anything benedict cumberbatch is in oh yeah where he has a male co-star yep. is just so much fan fiction written yeah. about those two and oh, yeah. he'll go on like graham norton or something and, yep. and just read it or it'll be read to him it's it's really good uh in contrast to that have you ever seen Supernatural? I have not seen Supernatural. Okay, do you know anything about it? There's some Supernatural stuff going okay. on. Okay, it's it's these two brothers. They're hunters. They hunt Supernatural things. Their names aren't Hunter. They are actual Hunter. They are Hunters. They're mm-hmm. called Hunters, so they hunt vampires, werewolves. It's not like, hey, Hunters, get over no, here. No. Well, I mean, they're called Hunters. Like, that's their occupation name. Gotcha. They're actually just frauds because they steal a lot of money, and that's how they survive. Anyways, uh, season three, I believe, is a character. No, season four. There's a character introduced uh, named Castiel, and he saves the older brother, whose name is Dean. And so Dean Hunter, Dean Winchester, close enough. Yeah, same thing. And uh, so there's just mountains of Destiel fan fiction, 
And the guy who plays Castiel, his name is Misha Collins, loves it. <laughs> he's like, when they go to cons, he's like, give it, give me more. Like, I love it. The guy who plays uh, Dean, Jensen Ackles, isn't the biggest fan. Mm-hmm. And he's said before, like, please stop writing this stuff about me. And to take it further, because they're such good friends in real life now, all the fans are like, oh, they're banging. They're definitely banging. So now right. people are writing Jensen Ackles and Misha Collins fan fiction. Mm-hmm. And it just gets Jensen Ackles so uncomfortable. Well, I mean, I, I feel like this all started that, uh, like... Louis Tomlinson, uh, Harry Styles mm-hmm. thing that they're together. Yeah. I mean, that's all just machinations of the fans, right? Yeah, it's just stuff they want. How would yeah. you feel if someone wrote fan fiction about you? You don't even have to be famous. What if someone? Yeah. What if it just came a huge well, thing? It's it's like those people at my school. Yeah, I always thought it was weird. I'm not gonna lie. Because mm-hmm. um, how did they feel about it? The people who wrote it, or the people the, it was written about. Well, let's do both. How do the people, the subjects? How do they feel about it? It was such a locked tight secret. When I when I spoke about it on the last podcast, mm-hmm. I had people from my high school be like, "Hey, you're not supposed to mention them by name." I'm like, "I didn't." All right, so calm down. Right. Uh, so that's a lock tight, lock tight. How do you think they would have felt when they find out? So because uncomfortable. You're... They would have gotten so angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they. But the... why? Because because of the nature of it. Because you said it was it was like pairing them yeah, together, yeah, yeah, even yeah. though uh, they weren't the biggest fans of each other to begin with. Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing. And just spilling the tea right now. Oh yeah, as I sip I'm my drinking tea. tea yeah, so. let's spill it. Um, I got the tea. Kermit the Frog loaded up. Okay, but uh, like, how how would um, how, how would I you feel? feel about it if someone started writing um, fan fiction about you? I I honestly just think it's kind of weird. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like someone's writing about me. It's different if it's a character or like a character I created. Mm-hmm. So like if I published a book and then someone's like, "Oh, I love the book. I want to write about that character." I'm like, "Sure, do it." Hmm. But if someone's like, "Alex went to the grocery store." He met Ryan there. Then they made out. I'd be like, "All right, what? What's the? What's the? Just big a normal deal? Tuesday? Yeah. yeah just what's a, a big whoop Tuesday? Yeah. It's not a big deal, guys. I'm not. There's not. Not that there's anything wrong with not that. There's anything. There's wrong nothing with wrong with nothing that. Nothing wrong with it. Um, but I don't know. I just. I personally think that if someone wrote fan fiction about me, I'd be. Uh, I don't want to say uncomfortable. It feels a little invasive. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Like you're trying to control me, and mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't like that. But so. I mean, imagine you're such a large celebrity. You know, when this podcast blows up, you'll mm-hmm. become such a large celebrity yeah. that it's just you become a public figure. So, what's well, the difference between someone bashing you in a Facebook comment and writing some sexual fan fiction yeah. about you? Well, depending on the the celebrity, some people think that a lot of the big celebrities are just acts. Like a lot of people think Kanye West isn't really like that. But, I mean, that's possible. Yeah. yeah. So at that point, you're writing fan fiction about his persona and you're not writing fan fiction about him hmm. his that character that yeah, he the created character that he plays uh it's like stephen colbert when he was on the colbert report yeah that's always a character right and so not that anyone wrote stephen colbert fan fiction well they might have i don't know i like uh, i like to think i'm gonna I, i'm gonna I, go look now it's big who knows get um, ready for next week stephen colbert yes, let's do it john stewart let's crossover do it. yeah and john oliver's filming mm. uh <laughs> um but yeah, so I mean, if it's like a celebrity thing, and I'm not actually the person I'm portraying publicly, it's a little different. Hmm. It's a little different to me. But if someone like knew me personally and was writing stuff, they might. I don't know. These people who write them at my high school, I could be in a fanfic right now, and I'd never know. Exactly. You I, could. There could, could be another circle of secrets. Exactly. I could have just walked in on the two original people just doing it, and I could be like, oh, where do I put these towels? And then just walk out. I have no idea. Yeah. No idea. A little side character. A exactly, cameo. Yeah. 
That's yeah. what I'd like to think. Or I, I uh, it was in theater, so I directed a lot. Maybe I was directing them what to do. <laughs> like, no, flip it over and then do it. I'm like, who knows? Um, but yeah, so that was just kind of my, you know, fanfic of real people. What is it? And the reason I'm asking about that is because of this week's fanfiction. Oh, nice segue. Oh, yeah. Sick segue, bro. Yes. So I didn't tell Ryan even the title because I knew it would give it away. I don't even know the title of this episode. That's This is it. You ready? Yeah. National Treasure 3. Oh, yes! Oh, yes! Yeah. Yes. Is this confirmed? Is this like, did this was this Warner Brothers? and Who makes National Treasure? Uh, Disney. Disney? The guy who made Pirates of the Caribbean. Bruckheimer? Pirates of the Caribbean. Jerry? Jerry Bruckheimer? Sure. Pretty sure it's his series of movies. My question is, I love the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. Why do you make like six of those? Why do you make and only two National Treasure? Exactly, Dude, National Treasure get it. is a slam dunk red box National family Treasure movie. Is so good, and that's that's when I said it's really personal. So I saw Tra- National Treasure when it came out. Saw it in the theaters. Saw National Treasure two in the theaters. Of course, uh, I have a degree in history and anthropology, mm-hmm. and I don't think I would if I didn't love National Treasure. <laughs> no, no, like, no, you're kidding. I swear to God, like the when I first saw the movie and I saw them like piecing the puzzle together and like the knowledge of Benjamin Gates, I was just wild. I was like, I need to be this person. I absolutely have to be this guy. So you're the equivalent of like all those people who went to medical school because they liked Grey's Anatomy. That's one hundred percent, one hundred percent that. Or uh, what I think is funny, all the people that watch Indiana Jones and they're like, I'm going to be an archaeologist. And uh, for the people that don't know. Anthropology is divided into four subdivisions, one of which is archaeology. To get a degree, you have to take some archaeology classes. Real archaeology is nothing like Indiana Jones. What? What are you talking about? You learn how to fight Nazis. No, well, okay, I did take a whip class, a bull whip class. That was the first day. That's a prerequisite. Yeah, that's a prereq. Um, you, can, you can actually test out of that. Yeah. They'll let you yeah, test out of, out of that, of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, in when to shoot people and not fight them. That was an appropriate one as well from mm-hmm. the first movie. Yes, uh, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, no, and I love that's a there's a great callback in I think it's Last Crusade when yeah. he whips out his gun and, and mm-hmm. it's out of bullets that time, so yeah. he actually has to deal with it. Oh yeah. And apparently that was all uh improv. That wasn't actually supposed to happen in the script. Oh wow. In the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh anyway, you know, you sit down for class and you the archaeology classes and you have that one guy wearing the hat. No, you I don't. swear to no, God. You don't. A fedora I swear the, to God. The, the dusty Yeah, and it, it's a North American archaeology class. Okay. It's not <laughs> it's not Mayans. It's not yeah. Egyptian. It's not it's, those aliens from the Kingdom it, yeah, of the Crystal no, Skull. It's North American. Okay, which is awesome. I love North American archaeology. If I was an archaeologist, that's stop, where stop I'd being be. so PC. Yeah, well, no, I know. I, I legitimately do love North American archaeology, yeah, okay. but as the, the professionals put it, it's not as sexy as the Mayans. Mm. And one of the first things they say is, like, this is archaeology. Indiana Jones is not an archaeologist. He was an antiquarian. And so the biggest, biggest distinction is that an archaeologist would find a shell and be like, cool, how was this used? Whatever. An antiquarian is basically a treasure hunter. Yeah. Yeah, and they steal things and put them in museums. And then they get, like, Temple Run, that app. Do you ever play that? Oh, God. They get chased by baboons. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, native people who are just savages. Yeah. Just way over the top stereotypes. Yeah, of course. Okay, so if if, um, if Indiana Jones is an antiquarian? Antiquarian, yeah. Like an antique? Antiquarian. Okay. What is Benjamin Gates? We We should probably now... Like summarize what yeah, is yeah, national yeah. treasure? Um, so he's a treasure hunter. I would say he's a treasure hunter aided by history. Mm-hmm. So he's—I think he's a historian, in, or he loves history in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been a, probably about a year or two since I've watched it. Mm-hmm. 
but National Treasure, for those of you who don't know, is basically this hour and a half, two hour long journey, uh, aided by American history, where the main character, uh, Benjamin Franklin Gates, is that his name? Just so heavy handed, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And his other friend, Thomas Jefferson. No, no, I wish. Williams. Yeah. Uh, so he goes on this just long, wild goose chase to prove his family's theories about a treasure true. And uh, this is the first one. This is the first one. Mm-hmm. And the second one is proving another crazy family, another person's crazy family mm-hmm. idea is true. Yeah, that's uh, Ed Harris is yes. in that, right? Yes, he is. What a, what a oh, good, the so second, good. The second one's not as good as the first. You don't think so? I think the second one's great. The second one has that scene where there's a scene when they're in Buckingham Palace. Yep. And Nick Cage, who, this is a Nick Cage movie. Yes, we should say it's now. Nick Nicholas Cage, Cage. Nicholas Cage. He just goes bananas. Yes. Yes. And in a, like a weird, he's trying to distract mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. That's and, Nick Cage uh, at his best. Yeah. And funny enough, uh, Phil from Modern Families in National Treasure. Is he a bad guy? Uh, in the second movie, you know how they're divorced? Yeah. Oh, he's the, he's the new the boyfriend. Boyfriend. Who works at well, the White House. Yeah. For the Resolute Desk. So so the only reason I, I fell in love with it is just because it was one of those things where it's like, this is so cool. We're taking actual things that happened and they're just like weaving this narrative around it. Okay. Like it, it's just, it just blew my mind as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I wanted that knowledge because even his dad was just super smart. John Voight. John Voight, Angelina Jolie's dad in real life. They, they don't get along. No, no, not at all. Uh, but John Voight plays his dad, and he's great. Um, I don't remember the guy's name who plays Riley, which is like the sidekick, basically. Yeah, the guy he's who played good. Doug in Hangover. Doug in the Hangover, yeah. And then Abigail. Um, Abigail. 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 Uh, so she's she's great, too. And they're all like, I don't know, it just like amazed me as a kid at how smart these four people were solving this this puzzle. Yeah. And Ian, what was he, Australian, British? Uh, he was the guy that funded the original expedition and thought he could abandon them and make more money that way. Oh, okay, yes. You remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah, also yeah. Um, another fun fact about uh, National Treasure is that set in a universe where nobody can aim a gun. That is also true. You can run through yeah. the streets of it's, Philadelphia with yes. someone just lining up yes. a shot. That's uh, Star Wars physics. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. See, I noticed it first in National Treasure because I used yeah. to watch. I oh, love it as a kid. I'm so glad you love National Treasure. Like, uh, like I said, I'm not. I'm not BSing you. I love. I love it. When we we were walking around New York, and um, remember at the very end when they're at the church, and he's like doing all the thing with the streets. Mm-hmm. I literally had that exact moment in my head where I'm like, wait a minute, Wall Street. Oh my god, Broadway. And like I was like pulling a Nick Cage. I'm like, we're at the church. And um it was under it was getting remodeled so I couldn't run in. Oh. But I took a picture in front of it and it was like a big moment for me cuz I'm like this is where it was in that movie. Right. And like it's so so stupid, but yeah. I love National Treasure. National Treasure 3 isn't totally ruled out, the real one. Not Oh, I'm I I'm I'm still holding out for it. It's not totally ruled out. Mm-hmm. Um they would be looking for Roanoke. That was the the rumor. Okay. The Roanoke colony. Yeah. Mm. Um, I kind of so, wish I didn't know that. I want to go in blind. I'll get real drunk tonight. I'll forget. Yeah, it's fine. I also want to know what's on page 47. That's a good question. Oh, of the president's From the Book of Secrets. Book yeah. of Secrets. Uh, and so, for the, again, for those of you who don't know. Well, I know more um, about National Treasure than I thought. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, one of the big things is like, um, it's it's kind of a meme where it's like Nick Cage, we have to steal the Declaration of Independence. And that's the first one. And the second one is, we have to kidnap the president of the United States. And it's just... 
okay, sure you do. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. there's a treasure map on the back of the declaration. Uh, but it's great. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it all. It's and the word like growing up looking up to that movie and then getting a degree in history. It's the same thing as growing up and loving Indiana Jones, which I did. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why I got the degree in anthropology and uh, being crushed that there's no bull whips and you're that kid with the hat on and the vest and the satchel and there's a kid with all those things I swear to God so when the teacher comes in just lays down that it's not true and they just like slowly remove 100% just 100%. like kind of shouldering off yes. the dusty and, jacket and the and teacher can always tell who's new because they have that um, look of hope die in their eyes mm. and um, as they stand up to go change their major exactly i gotta yeah, go see like, my advisor yeah. now what's what's antiquarian major where can i sign up for that <laughs> i gotta turn in this loaded revolver yeah, that i bought exactly. just for this um so yeah i mean it's it's a little disappointing history is a lot more than treasure hunting and just knowing facts at least academically um so before we get started i do want i i picked this one just because it's kind of crazy it's an interesting story this is i mean this could become a thing i mean like you said the jury's out on national treasure three i don't think this will be the third one at all so um that makes me somehow even more excited to hear it yes uh, but one thing besides a lot of um female male male pairings in these fanfics a lot of people want the three of them to hook up a lot okay um, that makes sense. Yeah. The, the, the the triumvirate, you know. Yeah. By the way, I used archive of our own great website. I, I mean, recommend anyone who likes fan fiction to, to browse on there. Um, but it, Riley Riley Pool, who is like the sidekick, mm-hmm. he's a little bit younger than the two main characters, and uh, he like he wrote a book that was his big thing after about the, the first event, one yes. about the event. Yeah, and. Um, I guess there's a lot of fanfic where Riley's autistic. And so, yeah, I don't know. He's not autistic in the movies. And if he is, they never mention that. Like he he's on the spectrum yes. a little? Or is it's like a... No, like full on. Yeah. And a lot of the fanfiction is just Ben um, like consoling him. I guess that's a, that's a fanfic trope. That's one of the categories people like is like caring. Comfort. 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 So there's a lot of like Ben Riley comfort fanfic because Riley's autistic. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Is that in this? No, no. Hmm. I, I, I. Riley's not autistic. I don't know why people are writing him that way. Uh, maybe, maybe the people who wrote it are autistic and they want to see someone that can, they, you know, they can see themselves. Yeah, Riley's a fairly blank canvas. Yeah, we talked about that exactly. last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Given a little bit of latitude. With Absolutely. Those. Yeah. So and he doesn't have a lot of character development. So. Just like um, Doug. This guy yeah, kind of sits out exactly. in movies. Yeah, but Doug who is, is not in that. Who is it? He just collects paychecks. Basically, yeah. Um, if you're listening, I'm sorry. No, he's it's fine. Thank you, Doug, for sponsoring this um, podcast. Intro, did you see the, the new Power Rangers movie? I actually did not. I avoided okay, it. Okay, so you know how in the original, uh, Billy is the one with the glasses? Mm-hmm. And then Zach, the black guy, is the Black Ranger? Yes. And this one they said, uh, <laughs> excuse me. So they made Billy the black guy... And at one point, he just flat out, he's like, oh, I'm autistic. And it was just, I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, I have. I have. Yeah, uh, yeah I've seen um, that. So there's, a, there's more representation there in the Power Rangers movie, if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm saying let's just let's just jump right in. Yeah, let's, I think we've done enough um, lead up. We got chapter one. Henry's ready to go. Chapter one. Liam Neeson knocked on the door of Nicolas Cage's ice cream shop. Ryan just cracked the largest smile I've ever seen. Cage, I need a favor. My daughter has been taken again. 
Again? Nick asked. Like, seriously? Again? Yes, I'd rather not talk about it, Liam said, rubbing the back of his neck and looking away. No, but really, how? Well, I went to the grocery store, and I turned my back to look at the kumquats, and when I turned back, they had taken her. These men in green coats, Neeson said, his tone grim. Green coats? Nick asked. Yes, I think it was the Illuminati, mostly because of the triangles on their coats. Seriously? Cage asked incredulously. They also shouted, You'll never stop the Illuminati's pyramid eye, Liam Sacagawea Neeson. Ha 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 ha, Liam said, posing like he was holding a girl by the arm. Your middle name's Sacagawea? No, but the point is, I need your help, Cage. I need you to help me find the Illuminati's secret base, Liam said, placing his hands on Nick's shoulders. After a pause, Nick said, All right. You need to help me first. What do you need? Liam asked, apprehensively. Well, this ice cream shop I opened up after everyone forgot about that time I stole the Declaration of Independence hasn't been doing the best, and that's probably because I don't actually know how to make ice cream. So I need your help to steal a recipe for vanilla ice cream, Nick said, talking with his hands. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to hold off the search for my only daughter... And help you steal a recipe for vanilla ice cream. Not just any vanilla ice cream. In 1760-something or other, Thomas Jefferson went on to a f- trip to France. He brought back vanilla ice cream, and You want to steal Thomas Jefferson's recipe for vanilla ice cream, Liam said. So utterly done with it, because all the oven timers in the city go off from how done he was. <laughs> Yes, tonight if we can. My rent's due tomorrow. Liam breathed really slowly out through his nose. Okay, let's go. End of chapter one. I'm 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 just I'm hooked. There's there's too much information not to be in That's the exact reason why I chose this. So wow. what I thought was interesting is he chose to write about Nick Cage and not Benjamin yeah, Franklin. Thanks. Cage. So this is happening in the National Treasure universe, or is this in the universe where Nick Cage has been in National Treasure and he's like confusing reality with the movie? That one's probably more likely, to be honest with you. Uh, like that time that I was on an airplane yeah. with all convicts. It, exactly. Um, or the time that I raised the whole state of Arizona. Um, I have no idea. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought it was a little sloppy that he mixed him up, but... So is this person not a fan of National it Treasure? Seems like they are a fan. But it's... they didn't even look up Nick Cage's character's name. Or are they just Probably. trying to appeal to the general audience? It could be that, too. Who doesn't be, remember? Because Liam Neeson, I mean, he's, he's been in Taken. He was in... Does this take, um, does this take place after Taken 1 or Taken 2? Or I, Taken I believe 3? Taken 1. I think it's after National Treasure 1 and Taken 1. Okay. I'd like to think they're in the same universe. I mean, that kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. They kind of follow the same logic. Yeah. Um, and I really like the idea of the two of them being in a movie together. <laughs> like, that would be amazing. All right, chapter two. Liam also, Neeson. wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, okay, yeah. so the Illuminati, yeah. that, that's just like, they're just like a bargaining chip for Liam Neeson to join Nick Cage on this adventure? No, the Illuminati stole his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. But well, they're I not going to go look. They're going to look for the, the French vanilla ice creamers. First, yeah. That was Nick Cage's terms. Okay. 
And uh, it, for those of you who don't know, in National Treasure 1, the Illuminati is a big deal. The Freemasons, all of that. Secret societies, Dan Brown, you know, Da Vinci Code. And uh, I think, I will say, I think the Da Vinci Code, which came out around the same time as National Treasure and National the, Treasure. The film, not the yeah, book. Yeah, the, the film. I think the two of those really led to a lot of misconceptions about the Illuminati. And Yeah, because reasons. those movies make you think the Illuminati is very secretive. Yeah. When, in fact, they just wear bright green jackets. Yeah, and have triangles. Yeah, and mem- say, members on ha, the jackets. Ha, 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 we're taking your daughter. We are the Illuminati. We are the Illuminati, yeah. so Hiding in plain sight. Hiding in plain sight. sight. Okay, chapter two. Liam Neeson gripped the steering wheel of Nicolas Cage's car tightly as he drove to the White House Ooh, to steal kind of Thomas thrill. Jefferson's recipe for vanilla ice cream so Nick would help him save his daughter from being taken by the Illuminati. What a sentence that was. Yes. Having recapped the story, he turned onto the abandoned side road that was unguarded and led right to the secret tunnel which led into the Library of Congress. Arriving at the destination, Liam stopped the car, and he and Nick got out. This is the place, he said, and pointed out the hole and the mountain sign to Nick. We just need to get into there and avoid noise. Sure thing, Nick said, walking up to the hole and crawling in. He turned back to look at Liam. You coming? I just need to get one thing first, he said. Getting his bag out of the car, he pulled a knife and a gun out, holding them in a position ready for action. Liam, we're here to steal the president's recipe for ice cream. We aren't going to need to stab and or shoot anyone, Nick said. And if you bring those in, it's going to make it very hard to explain that I need a recipe for ice cream. But I like my guns. The only guns we need are these, Nicholas Cage said, flexing his arms. Let's just get the dang ice cream recipe, Cage said, turning into the small passage. Neeson followed him. After a few minutes of walking up a slope, Cage saw light ahead. Dropping onto his stomach and crawling forward, looking down, he saw the library through a grate in the bottom of the vent. We can get down through here, Cage said, yanking the grate up. He slid his body through the hole and dropped onto the floor of the Library of Congress. Liam Neeson dropped down next to him, holding a butter knife. By the butter knife, Liam, Cage asked. You didn't let me have my regular one. This is great banter. Yeah. Cage turned and began looking for ice for the ice cream recipe. After a few minutes of searching with Liam watching his back, Nick found the ice cream recipe section. He began the ice cream recipe section. I'm sorry. He began paging through the note cards, searching for the ancient post-it note that was sure to carry the secret of Jefferson's ice cream. Find a quick cage, Neeson said, looking over his shoulder. We might need to run. Yeah, yeah, Nick said, fumbling with the note cards. Here it is. Cage pulled Jefferson's recipe for ice cream, or a replica of it out, and stuffed it in his jacket pocket. Mm. Suddenly, alarms started blaring. Red lights were flashing everywhere as really, really slow metal grades started moving, started closing over the doors. That's an exact scene out of the movie. Uh, (laughs) In the the Library of Congress, too. Yeah, the second one. Uh, I love how they were kind of aware of like the action yeah. trope. Like it's going really slow. Yeah, it's really slow. Take your time. Liam Neeson has a butter knife. Mm-hmm. Neeson tossed his butter knife at the back door, jamming the grate shut. Oh. Suddenly, from the other side of the library, the doors burst open, and the two thieves could hear the sound of boots tramping down the floor and men shouting. Cage, run! Liam Neeson said, "I'll hold them off." You can escape with me, you idiot! Nicholas Cage said, <laughs> grabbing Liam Neeson's arm and dragging him to the exit. 
The two broke into a full run, and when they reached the door, Liam Neeson did a spinning kick, busting it open. Hell yeah! I'm sure in the movie version there's like 18 cuts, because <laughs> Liam Neeson cannot do action. So it was just like... Yeah, have you ever seen um, just like I haven't seen Taken Three, but the footage from it when he's like trying to jump over a fence? No, I it's like seen five it. cuts. <laughs> he's funny. not doing it. Um, That's like some old man action, yeah, Clint Eastwood old. stuff. He's yeah, old. yeah. Um, the two leapt out through the door, landing hard on the hill, leading back down to the deserted back road where the car was parked. Cage slipped and started rolling down the hill, whereas Neeson was able to stumble down with slightly more dignity. It sounds right to me, honestly. Like, I mean, it checks out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that I would mean, happen. Liam's a little more composed. Yeah, of course. He's and British. Nick Cage is just so crazy. He's like, oh, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Getting into the car, Liam bolted into the front seat as Cage hurled himself over Neeson's lap and into the passenger seat. Cage is all the over recipe the place. out of his pocket, he began memorizing it as Neeson turned the car on and reversed as fast as he could out of the back road, eventually Tokyo drifting onto the highway as Nick gasped. Nick gas? Gasped. Oh, I'm Nick sorry. Nick gasped. I, I'm, I'm what is it? Neeson asked, trying to focus on driving. Well, I was reading this. I noticed something. If you read every first word, you get a secret message, Cage explained. Well, what is it? I can't read it myself, Neeson yelled. It reads, Liam Neeson's daughter has been taken by the Illuminati and she's being held at... Cage read. There was a pause. Well, go on. I don't have all day, Liam yelled again. That's all it says. The rest of the note is on another recipe, Cage explained. Well, what recipe... I held the card up into the light, and there's a watermark on it. It says, Jefferson Macaroni and Cheese, Cage continued. What does that mean? Thomas Jefferson invented macaroni and cheese, Nick said. Then in parentheses, author's note. This is probably true. <laughs> Just Stop. throw it in It's there. probably true. Who knows? So the rest is on that card. Why don't, we, why don't we go get that card, too? I noticed it. It, it wasn't there. What? Cage, if it's not there, Liam's voice weakened. My daughter. I saw where it was, at least. Neeson grabbed Cage's shirt. Cage, he said sternly. Where is it? The card where it would be read in use, Liam. It's being used for what? To make macaroni and cheese? Exactly. Well, who's using it, then? Who has it? I think you can guess. Liam thought... You want to guess, Ryan? Who has the card? I don't know, like the Kraft Corporation? Liam thought. Obama. He has it. Dead on. We need to rob the White House and Barack Obama for Thomas Jefferson's macaroni and cheese recipe. This could be National Treasure 3. And that's how, this, that's how the chapter ends. So how in the movie where it's like, we need to steal the Declaration of Independence... Which is when it's just dead on. Yeah. We need to rob the White House and Barack Obama for Thomas Jefferson's macaroni and cheese recipe. And these these movies again are for like for the family. So yeah, in order for the kids to keep up, Nick Cage has to deliver one very succinct yeah. expository line. Like, here's what the next scene's going to be. That's one hundred percent right. Yeah. So that's perfect. No, I know. So that part spot on. I'm just like I've got like whiplash from all the directions that this story yeah. is going. I like the Tokyo drifting backwards. Tokyo drifts—it's become like its own. It has yeah. like verb. Yes. Like oh, that guy drifted around. That guy Tokyo. That drifted. guy Tokyo drifted. Yeah. You ever seen Tokyo Drift? No, I just know the song. It is outrageous, isn't it? Doesn't it mess with the continuity of Fast and the Furious? It does. It yeah, does. Like pretty, um, 
pretty significantly. Pretty significantly. Yeah. And also, there's a guy who's that he's supposed to be posing as a high school student, yeah, an American, you know, transfer to, J- to Japan, yeah. And he he just looks way too old. He's like jacked, and he's, mm-hmm. he's way too old. Well, I'm a high schooler. Yeah. Well, we're not here to talk about Tokyo. Joe. Yeah, we're here for National, National Treasure Three Trace. I'm into this. I'm in this, and I love. There's always a watermark in National Treasure. Yes. It's like look always. at the document. If it doesn't help you, look at the watermark. Yes. If you're taking yes. a test or and you don't know the an- the watermark, watermark is the answer key. Or look at uh, get some lemon juice, rub it on the back of the Declaration of Independence. There's a map there yeah. that you can only read. Invisible with, ink. Invisible ink. And you can only read it with Benjamin Franklin's glasses. The trifocals. Yes. They're bifocals, but in the movie they were trifocals, right? Well, they had the little like colors that you could flip over them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like that old school 3D yeah. glasses look. Yeah, yeah the yeah. cyan and magenta. Chapter 3. Liam Neeson stopped Nicolas Cage's car in front of the White House so the two of them could steal Barack Obama's recipe for macaroni and cheese, a dish invented by former president and member of the Illuminati, Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> Having recapped the story, Liam pulled up to a hedge that was... <laughs> Exactly. Perfect. Hey. Uh, Liam pulled up to a hedge that was so thick none of the guards could see through it. Convenient. Nick, we can sneak in through through here, Liam said, getting out of the vehicle. The hedge is too dark, and we can get in there. Uh, Have you ever seen one of those, like, high school plays where they basically say everything they're doing as they act it out. Like, one of those just awful... Yeah. Awful, this is how it... Like, yeah. This, this is what I'm picturing in my head. Well, funny story. I was in I was in a pantomime in high school, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> I got a lot of feedback that it wasn't clear what I was doing. So when I went to competition, I just said, I'd be like, oh, I'm going in the door, which immediately disqualified yeah, me. Yeah, you're not allowed to talk. But I feel like people follow the story a lot better. Probably. Yeah, yeah probably. I did a pantomime in high school. So whatever. For those pants. Um... Sure, Nick said, diving into the hedge. Parentheses. The part where they actually sneak into the White House is almost identical to the part in the last chapter where they sneak into the Library of Congress, and that part was a stupidly large chunk of text, so we're going to skip ahead. <laughs> okay, yeah, I like that. I, let's let's have a moment of silence yeah. so we could just let's let the listener what happened, envision it. Remember the guns, the, the knife. All right, yeah, there we go. That was awesome. Um, I thought it was good. And, but this time it was into the... White House, obviously. Oh, I need. I need. Oh, I was still doing con- one more time. Yeah, one, one more time. time. Okay. Okay. There we go. You're telling me that I have to dangle down into Obama's kitchen by this rope. Ta- oh, sorry, it's a Liam Neeson. Eh, who cares? By this rope uh, and take the recipe out of his hand, and then have you pull me back up? Liam Neeson angrily hissed to Nicolas Cage. Uh, yeah. Fine. Pop this grate and dangle me. Nick yanked the grate up and tied one end of the rope around Liam Neeson's ankle. Liam slid through the grate, the rope tightening around his ankle. Seeing Obama <laughs> below him, he reached his hand out to grab the recipe from his hand. Liam Neeson's like 6'4", and it's tied He's around his guy. ankle? He's a big guy, yeah. Oh, keep going. The other end, I believe, is tied around a grate. So. Okay. There was a good six feet in between Obama and Liam. These are tall ceilings. Yeah. And Obama's pretty tall guy too. Yeah, I believe he's about six foot. So I mean, if there's six feet, six feet, six, it, that's like twenty feet. Yeah, that's a that's a tall ceiling, but it's the White House. Yeah, who knows? Nick, Liam hissed back up. More rope. That's all there is. Nick hissed. Well, I can't reach it. Hold on, I've got an idea. Liam started swinging a bit, then felt a weight above him. Nicholas Cage was sliding down the rope after Liam Neeson. Dangle me. <laughs> God damn. Cage, I'll yell at you later. 
uh, Neeson said, pulling up and taking Cage's ankle in his hands. Cage let go of the rope and swung down. Neeson almost dropped him into Obama's pot of boiling macaroni. Obama started stirring the macaroni, not noticing the two men above him. Cage <laughs> held his arms up, not wanting to dangle them in Obama's face. Just a second, Nick hissed, waiting. Obama peered into the pot, giving Cage an opening. Cage stretched for the note card, snatching it from Obama's hands. Wait, how are we going to get back up? Liam hissed. And the old plan, you were supposed to pull me up. But you're down here now. At this point, the crappy knot Nick had put in the rope around the grate unwove, and the two men fell onto the floor. Obama turned. <gasps> what are you... Oh, uh, what are you two doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Let Try me be clear. my macaroni? End chapter three. Oh, a cliffhanger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, okay, wait, wait. They, they don't really know how to get back. First of all, dangle me, bro. Dangle. Dangle me. Quick, dangle me. Dangle me. <laughs> Wait, wait, so if I need a good dangling, I just want to say that, like, if he had climbed down and gotten it, he could have just climbed back up and then pulled up Liam Neeson. Of course, but they didn't. I mean, I guess they're in the moment. Well, they're not unwove. Mm-hmm. Gonna follow along. But they they said they didn't know how they were gonna get back up. Liam Neeson didn't, but Nick had it. Okay, here. Nick knew what's going yeah, on. He's a wild card. He never gives his plan. Out. That's why I like That's, him. I know he's a maverick. He is a maverick. Um. So yeah, chapter four. Let's do this. Um. Where we at? Where we at? Sorry. Okay. Uh, so you're telling me that the Illuminati kidnapped your daughter because of a, a prophecy in this uh, recipe for ice cream? What's up? Are the uhs in the script? No, that's just how I do my Obama the, impression. Uh, that's good. It's, no. it's a poor Obama impression, I understand. I know. I think the uhs, the uhs have to make it, you know. But make the impression? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, like Obama a, does a lot of... Uh, yeah. Let me be clear. I thought it would be, re- it would be really funny if it in was... There? Yeah. Yeah. I'll just read Obama normal. We, we know I don't do a good impression. Yeah, so. yeah. We all know what Obama yeah. sounds like. Uh, recipe for ice cream and the rest of the prophecy, you need this recipe for macaroni and cheese, Obama asked. Yes, Liam Neeson said in a serious tone. That's about it, Nicholas Cage followed up with. That was Obama. Oh, that was Nick Cage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Your Obama's in Nick Cage. I can't tell the difference. That's not true. That's true. You're right. I'm sorry. Well, sure you can borrow it, Obama said. What? Both men were shocked. Yeah, I don't need it that much. I just took it out because I needed to make macaroni and cheese for my friend who's visiting. And because it's already out of the library, I can just say I wanted it a little longer, Obama explained. Just bring it back. Well, thank you, Mr. Uh, Mr. President, Liam Neeson said. But may asked, who's coming to dinner, Mr. President? Cage asked Obama. Oh, my good friend. Do you want to guess? Ooh, I don't, uh, like, Vladimir Putin? I don't know. No. Oh, my good friend Kanye West. <laughs> there was a pause when Wait, Obama said... Kanye West isn't Obama's friend. He's Trump's friend. I, I think he's just both. I think if there's someone who's powerful, he's going to be his he's friend. He's a friend of presidents. Yeah. Um, oh, my good friend Kanye West. There was a pause when Obama said, You guys can join us if you want to. 20 minutes later, Nick and Liam were sitting at the table. Obama was at one end and Kanye was on the other. Man, Obama, it just blows my mind to know that you rule the entire country. Like, wow. Huh? Kanye Kanye said. He didn't seem to stop talking. I mean, no one man should have all All that that power. power. 
Obama attempted to defend himself. Well, I actually have a cabinet and two other houses to limit my powers. And beyond that, I need the people to vote on. I mean, no one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking. I just count the the hours. hours. Stop tripping. I'm tripping off the power. The Obama turned to Nick Cage and Neeson. He does this. <laughs> Kanye stopped to breathe for a second, and Obama cut in. So, what are your thoughts on what I've already, uh, what I've actually been doing, Kanye? I don't know. Everybody's been saying that I'm the Obama nation of Obama's nation, mm. and I said that's a pretty good rhyme, but that's a bad way to start a conversation. Like no one man should yeah, have. You get, yeah, you get it. I'm yeah, going, yeah. No, it's a little sing along. It's yeah. like a call and response. Obama turned to Liam Neeson and Nicolas Cage. You guys can probably go now. I don't think he'll even notice you. Thank you, Liam said. He and Cage stepped out. Okay, seriously now, Liam said as they started walking to the car. What does it say? Well, the first one said, Liam Neeson's daughter has been taken by the Illuminati and she's being held at... Cage said, recapping. And the second one says, Our secret base in the Arctic Ocean, near Russia. And then there's a lot of coordinates. So if we steal a boat, Liam said, Let's do it. Cage finished. End chapter. Why they always... Can't they just get a boat? Why are they stealing things? They're wealthy. That's... that. Yeah, that was one of my, my questions. Yeah. Why, why do they just? I guess it's more actiony, you know. It adds more drama. Well, I mean, sometimes in action, it's just like cut, cut to, um, like Matthew McConaughey on exactly. a boat going through the yeah. Sahara. Yeah. Um, but I guess like a, kind of like a Jason Bourne, he's always stealing things. Well, it's Jason like, Bourne has like no identity, yeah, no, exactly. no possessions. These guys. Maybe Nick Cage doesn't think he does. I feel. I like to think Nick Cage. He probably really thinks he can turn into Ghost Rider. Oh man, yeah. that'd be cool. That would be really cool. Space love, Ghost Rider, oh, Cosmic Ghost Cosmic Rider. Ghost Rider. Um, so this is in parentheses. Liam Neeson drove the boat that he and Cage had stolen in a hilarious side story that I had taken a lot of text, so I removed it. I don't believe that. I'm not buying it. That's yeah. I'm not buying it. That's um, okay. They couldn't come up lazy. with anything. Yeah. yeah. You didn't. Okay, you don't have to say steal the boat. You just said they got there. Mm-hmm. No one would have questioned how they got there. That's Liam Neeson and Nick Cage. They can afford it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, maybe not Nick Cage. He sunk all his money into this ice cream shop. It, well, yes, but Liam could. He's trying to find his daughter. No money is too much. That's true. And he has a particular set of skills. Mm-hmm. So uh, Skills that he can use to steal a boat, I guess. Yeah, so probably. why pay when he can steal? Exactly. Nah, I have to come back around. Yeah, I guess so. Um, Thank God that boatman had a spare tiger pelt, Cage said. To be honest, I'm surprised he had one, Liam said, shouting over the hum of the motor. Cage checked the stolen GPS. It's also stolen. Uh, they had yeah, in- it's like in Skyrim. Yeah. Like everything yeah, inside of stolen. it yeah. is also stolen. Exactly. Yeah, it's also stolen. Um, they had input the Illuminati had given them 66.6 latitude, 66.6 longitude. Do we actually know where that is? I did look it up. Okay. It is in Russia. Now, interestingly enough, it's on land, but it's actually at like the, the corner of a river. So, you know, like River Snake, mm-hmm. right? So they would be on a boat. They could be in Russia. Mm-hmm. So it's not crazy, but they're not in the Arctic Ocean. And I think this is trying to say they're in the Arctic Ocean. Well, I'm, I'm impressed that they even, the author even knew yeah, to put 100%. them in the yeah. Arctic Ocean. Isn't there, um, isn't there a 66.6 degrees south and a 66.6? They'll put you on the other side of the world. Yeah, well, who's to say they're not there? No, in the Arctic Ocean, in, in Russia. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but that's technically negative. If you go south, that's negative. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. so if it's positive, positive, that's northeast. Mm-hmm. So that's the eastern hemisphere in the north. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
How many minutes? So it's 66 degrees, six minutes? It's at 36 minutes. It'd be 36. Oh, okay. That makes point six. six. Yeah, it'd be 36 point minutes. Six times 60. Oh, okay. um, yeah, no, I looked it up, though. It's in Russia. They got that right. Okay, cool. Uh, Neeson pulled his stolen spyglass. <laughs> it's stolen, too. Stolen spyglass from his stolen trench coat and peered through it. Wait, did he t- was the, ter- the trench I, coat I, I, was I, on they, the boat? They probably just mugged a guy and took his boat, <laughs> realistically, like, <laughs> and, and his tiger pelt. That doesn't sound hilarious. They didn't include this because it wouldn't make us sympathize yeah, with the heroes. Yeah. Um, he could see an island shaped like a human skull jamming mm. down the pedal. He sped ahead. That's an action trope right there. I love it. Love the imagery. That you're always going just yeah. below maximum, yeah. and you can always shift one mm-hmm. more gear yep. to get to when the you next get level. determined. We're almost to the people who took my daughter. Liam growled, beaching the boat on the shore. Liam and Nick popped out. Is there anyone else here? Nick asked. So a voice said. You guys finally made it. I think I know that voice. Who is it? Is that Kanye West? It's Kanye. It was Kanye West. That's right, Cage. Kanye shouted. Why did you take my daughter, you son of a gun? Liam shouted. <laughs> it's just very clean so far. Yeah. You two are the only two people who could stop me. I wanted to fight you both here on my terms, on my island, Kanye said. That's why I opened a much better ice cream shop than yours on the Illuminati's money to drive you out of business. And then you'd go to Liam for help, just as he went to you for help, and then you'd both come here, Kanye explained. But why? What are your goals and determinations? Nick shouted. We want to overthrow the president because... No one man should have all that power. Kanye shouted, visibly fighting the urge to start rapping again. (laughs) But, Nick started, were you listening to the president? He said that, bruh, I only got time to listen to two things, Soviet brainwashing and rap. Mine, Kanye shouted. And if you're looking to debate, start talking my language. Is that another lyric? I'm not very familiar with Kanye West. Um, Start talking my language. Uh, Into debate, start talking my language. Uh, yeah, maybe. Probably, I don't know. Yeah, I, I love his early stuff. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. can't be called on to quote it at will. Um, I just thought, I thought the Soviet brainwashing was interesting. He's like the was, winter soldier. Yeah. Well, all the stuff that's going on with Trump and Kanye being his friend and mm-hmm. saying Trump's a puppet of Did this Russia. person, is this, was this written by Daniel Steele? No, I, I wish. No, this is, this is written when Obama was still president. That's so. what I'm saying. Like the, yeah. that British agent who yeah. knew all the, oh, all okay, the stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just want to make a quick oh. another Winter Soldier reference. Yeah. Instead of like a metallic arm, Kanye's got a metallic jaw. Yes, he does. He actually does. Wait, does that come up in the story? I'm not lying to you. Oh, so he's like odd job, like from James Bond. He'll okay. I love I love this story. I just want to, that's the last thing I'm going to say. Nick, he wants to fight us. Liam said, "I'll do it. I'm more skilled." All right, fine. Nick said, "That's that is actually fair." Yeah. yeah. Liam took a stance to fight and charged at Kanye. Swinging a fist at his head, he shouted. Kanye's head absorbed the impact, and Nick could hear Liam's knuckles crack. Why are you so tough? Liam yelled, pulling his hand away. Soviet cybernetics, son, Kanye shouted, pulling his fist up to block Liam's kick. They put him in me while I was vacationing to watch the Olympics. Liam, we should have known, Nick shouted. Only a robot could put up with Kim Kardashian. Nick reached into his pocket. <laughs> Catch. Sticking his hand up, Liam Neeson caught what Nicolas Cage had thrown, the butter knife. How do you feel about Kanye being a robot in this? He's a cyborg. How do you feel about cyborgs? It's vibing. It's working for me. That makes sense. All right, sorry. It's it's working for me. Mm -hmm. 
Um, the butter knife. Not stopping for anything, Liam drove the butter knife into Kanye West's cybernetic eye and popped it out of the socket. Nice. You realize that won't stop me, right? Kanye yelled, his remaining eyes scanning around the area at a much faster rate to make up for his lack of vision. Dat, da, dat, da, dat, da, don't kill me, can only make me stronger. Oh, and he no, grabbed baby. the butter knife and snapped it in two. Mm. Liam looked around for sticks or something he could jab into <laughs> Kanye's robot eye again, either to totally blind him or damage his one eye socket further. Liam Neeson, we are fighting a robot. Oh, sorry, this is a Nick Cage. Well, yeah. <laughs> Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam. No, that's, how Nick Cage, well, that's how Nick Cage talks the rest of the story. Well, okay, well, see, the thing is, every time Kanye talks, it's in all caps. And for some reason, this That's Nick a brilliant Cage choice. Line, I know. And for some reason, this particular Nick Cage line is an all caps. Line. All Nick Cage lines could also be in all caps. They should be. Liam, Neeson, we're finding a robot who runs on electricity on a beach next to water. Nick Cage shouted. He then threw a pail of water on Kanye. Stolen uh, pail, I would assume. Uh, uh, of course. No, 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 Kanye started. It had to be a beautiful death. Well, Liam said, not very climactic. Looking around the beach, Cage noticed a trap door. There's probably something right in there. And what's more, there only might be a murderous cyborg rapper in there. Might? Oh, that's a Nick Cage line. Who cares? Might, Liam asked. Yeah, there might be versus the 100% legit murderous cyborg out here, Cage shouted, walking to the door. Let's go in. Entering and sliding down the ladder, the two men found themselves in what felt and looked like a freezer. What is this place? asked Liam. The secret base of the Illuminati, said Ice Cube. Ice Cube, freezer. It's all coming back to the ice cream. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. So that's the end of chapter five. Mm. Yeah. Um... Kind of reminds me of that joke in 22 Drum Street. Captain, your office looks like a big block of ice. <laughs> um, what are you thinking? I'm thinking that it's not this, it's not the author's fault, but I think in all stories, people just have like a very like, like fundamental understanding of machines and like robotics. Yeah. So there's like, oh, there's some sort of circuits, water. Yeah. Water is the enemy. Well, if you think about it, he's a cyborg. Humans are what, 70% water? Mm -hmm. 90% water? Mm -hmm. It's a big, it's a big amount. That's true. Yeah. If you're, because if, if you're a cyborg, you're, a cyborg, you're already wired in. You're a human being with exactly. those implants exactly. to make you robotic. Yeah. So we're going to pass over it. Yeah. Like, but uh, that's a good point. Like that guy from uh, Star Wars, what was his name? Like Lobot, the guy who falls around Lando. Uh, probably. He has like know. no speaking lines. He's oh, any of the background characters. He just kind of follows around. Yeah. Um, chapter six. That's right, Neeson and Cage. We were behind the Illuminati this whole time. Ice Cube said he was wearing a toga and a laurel, but he also had gold chains wrapped around his neck and wrists. Okay. Ice Cube, I loved you, and are we there yet? Cage said. <laughs> also loved that movie. <laughs> So this is taking place in the universe where all these people are famous and they're also like movie stars. I guess. Yeah. And Kanye West is a cyborg. That would be an interesting turn for National Treasure 3 to bring it to the real world. That'd I'm ready. Super meta. I'm ready for it. Mm. Wait, Neeson said, holding his hand up dramatically. Who's this we you speak of? All of the rappers with, with ice-themed names. The Illuminati is ice-themed itself, which hmm. is why we hit our prophecy in a recipe for ice cream. Okay. We invented it. Wait, their pro the prophecy was that they were going to steal 
Liam Neeson's yeah, daughter. Yeah, it's written on the ice cream. That's that's like the Illum- that's the Illuminati's like that's their goal. It's a prophecy. Yeah, they knew it was going to happen. Well, of course they knew it was going to happen. They planned it. Yeah. Like I know I'm going to drink this tea right now. That's my well, prophecy. Well, no, no. I mean, you had to wait for a Liam Neeson. It was written back in the 1760s oh, okay. or something. Could this be the yeah. Liam Neeson of old? Exactly. The yeah. hero of Is time. Is he the one that was in all the tales? Oh, uh, okay. Does he have a daughter? We have to take her. Okay. I'm sorry again. That that makes more sense. Um, we're all here. Ice tea, vanilla ice, iceberg slim, and Coolio. And mm. I just love to picture Coolio with his just ugly braids and like a laurel <laughs> and toga and just gold. Yeah, just. What about LL Cool J? We forgot one. Oh. Maybe he's off doing some other stuff. Mm. He can also be a cyborg. Yeah. National Treasure 4. Yeah. Uh, Ice Cube said, pointing out the other rappers who also had the toga chains combo. Is Tupac here? Asked Cage. Because I heard, Tupac is dead, okay? <laughs> All the rappers shouted in unison. So this author has such a big issue with the Tupac. Yeah, country. don't be silly. Yeah, come on, don't be stupid. Uh, what about Kanye? Nick asked. He's not ice-themed. His lack of an ice name allows us to go undercover, totally unseen, completely unnoticed, and totally invisible, Vanilla Ice said. His togo was actually just an American flag. Oh, nice. Unnoticed? Cage asked incredulously. Uh, assuming his reprogramming worked properly, he should be quiet, selfless, and almost unknown, Ice-T said. It's the same reason we use DMX, one of our first cyborgs. His reports always list him as polite, demure, and kind, Coolio said. Nice. In all caps, polite? I don't know who said that one. They don't specify. Enough of this, Liam Neeson said. Where is my daughter? He shouted, holding his half of a butter knife threateningly. Yo, calm down, said a new voice. It's all cool. Ice-T turned around. Who's there? It's all. Is it Obama? I don't know. Snoop Dogg. Oh. We thought we told you not to come around here anymore. His his name is a nice theme, so I don't get that mm-hmm. one. Oh man, why? Snoop asked. You still use your gangster voice. Everyone in here uses their proper Romanesque voice. Mm, I don't know if I. Ooh, I don't. That sounds kind of uh, iffy. Yeah, it's a little racist. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. And you just put your toga on over your hoodie, sweats, and shoes. And laurels do not belong on Rasta caps. <laughs> I love when like a character, like someone's like dress is revealed to you like slowly through dialogue. Oh yeah, man, that ain't no fun. Liam was starting to get tired. Where is my daughter? You sarcastic ice-themed rhythm poets. I have her, Liam. Shouted yet another voice. Oh, oh let me dear. tell you guess this one. Um, I have. Is this? Um, this let me get let me get right before they reveal it. Okay, okay, thank you. Oh dear, said Vanilla Ice. You've awoken the beast, Neeson. What's happening? Cage asked. The rappers were all silent, and then, in unison, they raised their arms and spoke as one. No, it's not Hitler. Is it another rapper? Can I get a hint? It's not a rapper. It's not a rapper. It's a world leader. But I'm not a rapper. I don't know. I can't even guess at this point. I just, I, I picture it like Scooby-Doo when they finally unmasked the Putin! It's Vladimir Putin. Okay. That, sh- that should have been easy. And the floor cracked and exploded open, flinging flames everywhere. <laughs> Out of the hole in the floor rose the man leading Russia, Vladimir Putin. 
I see you've come for me. Come to stop me, he said in a booming voice. You can try. The flames behind him caught onto his suit, and his suit began burning. The wrappers began shying away from the burning world leader as his suit jacket began burning away, revealing a torso rippling with muscles. Are you ready to face me, Neeson? Putin yelled. Neeson raised his fists, but Cage stopped him. You fought Kanye, Liam. He removed his jacket. I'll take this one. <laughs> Dropping his coat on the floor, he chuckled to himself. It's going to be a cage match. Oh, baby, yeah. 1010, all these puns are great. All these references, oh, it's good. fantastic. Yeah. I feel like if in 100 years, someone's like, what's something we can use to describe 100 years ago? Like that, the moment. Maybe, maybe 105, whenever mm-hmm. this was written. Mm-hmm. I want them to use this. This must be used. What is like 2013 in a snapshot? This. This story. This Chapter is seven. almost like Nostradamus. Like this I, is predicting I, I know, a lot. I know. Um, all right, do you like the full reading so far? Are we, we good? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking. It, there is a lot of stuff in here. Perfect. Perfect. There's a lot of stuff in here. Chapter 7. It would be a shame to miss it. Yeah. Caged. That, that's why I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't summarize it because it was just. It, it would sound so weird if I summarized it because it's like you're lying. Mm-hmm. Kanye West isn't a cyborg. I'm like, no, he fought a robot Kanye, and you're like, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. So I have to read it. Yeah, and this is all true. So exactly. I, I believe yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Cage stared at Putin. Putin stared back. Well then, come on, Putin yelled. Cage swung his fist at Putin, who took it on the chin. His entire chin had seemed to turn to metal. Taking a few more swings, Cage soon had bruised his knuckles to the point where he could hit no more. He tried kicking Putin's torso, but the hardened, uh, but that hardened to metal steel as well. Liam was watching. His skin hardened up to what looked like an uh, like steel an instant before a fist could make contact with it. What? How are you so tough? Cage yelled. Nano machines, son, Putin growled back, his Russian accent displaying itself. They harden in response to physical contact. Liam, get the bucket. They're waterproof too, American, Putin yelled, laughing. Putin grabbed Cage by the throat and leapt out the trap door. Liam turned to the circle of rappers. Here, yo, said Snoop. Take this on your quest. He threw a small box at Liam, who then opened it. A butter knife? Yeah, Snoop Dogg said, nodding. There's something else in there, yo. This isn't me being, you know, assuming this is how he speaks. This is actually how it's written, just so you know. Like with the yo's and everything? Yeah. Okay, and I think it's important. You are doing a voice, but it's because they're in that, like, they even make note of it. Like, hey, stop, you know, you need to have your Roman-esque voice. Um, You gave me a sponge, asked Neeson. How is that supposed to help me? Yo, you gonna see. Liam shook his head and started hauling out of the trap door where he could see Cage trying to hit Putin with the stick. Why won't you die? Cage shouted, which sounded to me that sounds a lot more like a Keanu Reeves question. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, um, why won't you die? Cage shouted. Nanomachine so I know. Liam cast around for something he could use the sponge on, the sea. Maybe he could sponge Putin to death with seawater. He saw Cage take an iron fist on the chin and fly backwards. Liam began to worry. He knew his friends couldn't survive, or his friend couldn't survive many hits from Putin. Suddenly, he looked behind the two and saw what he could sponge. Running into the fight, he shoved Cage out of the way. Take this, he shouted, and threw the sponge at him. Save Kanye! He's our only hope! Cage took the sponge and ran through the sand, sliding to Kanye and began sponging the seawater off of him. 
Kanye's remaining eye began whirring to life, staring around the scenario. What, 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 what happened? He asked, still stuttering. If you save Liam from Putin, I'll save you. Kanye's eyes flashed red, then glared bright blue. Deal, he said in an eerie, <laughs> echoing voice. Bet. Bet. The cyborg leapt up, his servos growling and worrying as he pushed himself off the sand and leapt to Putin. Cage realized that not only were the machine parts growling, but the man himself was growling with determination and anger. The water thrown on him had clearly jolted him out of his Soviet reprogramming. And the deal I made with him, just seal the deal, Cage punned. I don't know what the pun is, I'm going to be honest with you. Seal the deal. And the deal I made with him... Just seal the deal, Cage Pond. Uh, he makes a deal, and now, like, seal the deal by killing him. Also, maybe maybe Seal is in this, like the singer? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get the pond, but Cage Pond. Putin made a swing at Liam, who was not doing well. However, before his fist could connect, Kanye slid in front of him, kicking up sand and absorbing the blow with a heavy clang. Kanye, Putin yelled, I thought you were on my side. You aren't a hero. I am now, Putin. Kanye said, pushing Liam Neeson back slightly. I've been changing sides a lot recently. America, Britain, Russia. I've been wrong. I know what side I fight for now. My side, he shouted vehemently. But what if you're wrong again, Putin yelled back. I know I got to be right now, because I can't Can't get get much stronger. I, I don't know where the Britain came from. He said, he, "Yeah, what, I, what, I kind of want. I want. I want like a lost no Kanye years fan fiction yeah. where we kind of well, he was in Britain where we explore time. him as this yeah. like rogue agent of the state." Yes, uh, so that's the end of chapter seven. Mm. So we're we're setting up for a big match. Yeah, here. huge throwdown. Yeah. Um, Kanye West stared down Putin as Liam Neeson and Nicolas Cage stared at the two. You're forgetting one thing, Kanye, Putin said. Nanomachines are stronger than cybernetics by a large degree. To prove his point, he swung his fist at Kanye, who caught it. However, there was a sickening crunch, and Mm. Liam could see Kanye's false rubber skin split open. Oh, no, this is like when uh, T2, in T2, Terminator 2, Mm -hmm. when the new, the T, what was it, 2000 or whatever? Oh, yeah. The new one, fought Arnold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, this is sad. So just picture that. I got it. However, there was a sickening crunch, and Liam could see Kanye's false rubber skin split open, revealing a metallic interior, and as Putin put on more power, he could hear the interior begin to strain as smoke poured out of it. Mm. Putin pushed as hard as he could, and the metal inside Kanye's arm cracked as a snap could be heard inside it. Kanye flew backwards, unable to hold the Russian machine back any longer. "'Everyone in Russia loves me, West,' Putin shouted as he stepped towards Kanye." All of the East is behind me, he yelled even louder as he reached Kanye's potty. In fact, I'd say that the East is about to defeat... He paused to comedic timing. The West. (laughs) It's actually written in there, I promise. That's good. He raised his arms to perform a Russian elbow drop, but he was interrupted by what sounded like a sonic boom overhead. All four looked up to see a fleet of planes, the leader of which had an American flag tied to its tail. The bay doors of the lead one opened and dropped what looked like a tiny bomb. Putin laughed. 
I can catch whatever you throw at me, Obama, he shouted at the bomb. My body puts out what we call a fortune field. All bombs, grenades, and bullets will fail, misfire, and if they manage to leave the gun, ricochet away from my body, he laughed. The only thing that is uh, permitted is humans, and there isn't a human that can defeat me. Mm. The bomb was nearing Putin. The metal side split off, revealing a tiny capsule. Just before it could have hit, the capsule opened. And whatever was inside hit Putin with full force. Despite his fortune field, there was still an explosion. Cage hoped that it might have killed him. The smoke cleared. A human shape was visible through it. Cage's heart sank. But as the smoke and sand settled more and more, Cage realized that it couldn't be Putin. It was a black man. Putin rose up from the sand at the black man's feet, ready to face him. But as he raised his hand, he stepped back once he saw the man's face. Kanye, Neeson, Cage, and Putin all reacted at the same time, shouting the man's name. What is it? It's Obama. Obama! Oh, uh, that's right. <laughs> Obama said back coolly, uh, It's me. You fool, Putin said. Even if you have cybernetics like Kanye, you'll still fall to me. And he left, leapt at Obama, doing a spin kick as he shouted in Russian. However, the leg connected to Obama's face. He turned silver an instant before, just like Putin did. Mm. Obama, Putin yelled, his eyes glowing red with anger. When did you invent, or when did you Americans invent nanomachines? Uh, just now, Obama <laughs> said. I knew, as every president does, of the ice cream prophecy. He removed his blazers so he was just in his nice shirt and tie. Oh, yeah. And I knew that I would be the one who had to deal with it. Taking off his tie, he said, and I know that the Russians have had nanomachines for years, removing his shirt so he was in pants and shoes, just like Putin. He followed up with, and I've known to make them for a while. I just haven't known how to make them. Taking his stance across from Putin, he finished with, and having seen you use them, I know how to use it too. Keep them racing around your insides, running through your blood, and then have them rise to the surface and form a shield against damage just before something can hit. Smart, Obama. Very intelligent, Putin hissed. But that only means we're evenly matched. Uh, wrong, Obama said to Putin's surprise. I have less nanomachines than you do. There's only so much protection that the nanomachines can provide, and I have just enough to provide maximum power. But when you have overloaded your body with them to the point where it's slowing you down, your speed is just about a human's level. But mine is much higher. Mm, it's like a parabola. You can go too far. You can exactly. get weighed down by the yep. nanotechnology. How much higher, Obama? Putin growled, growing tired of Obama's exposition. This has become like those episodes of Dragon Ball Z yep. where they just talk. They just talk, yeah. Like and that. all the people are just standing there watching. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh. Yeah. And they're just standing there like, oh, no. Yeah. His power levels are over 9,000. Yeah. Uh, uh, Obama better be careful. Yeah. Like um, Krillin. Have you ever... Uh, and it, totally off topic have you ever seen the meme where it's like uh when people in anime play uno and he like pulls a draw four and yes somebody's like that they made a they did like a reading of that on youtube That's it's like a like a 30 second video look it up uno anime it's so funny okay good uno anime it's so funny how much higher obama putin growled growing tired of obama's exposition uh, well, Obama began. However, he then blurred like a film filter was just put over him. In that same instant, Putin fell to the floor, howling in pain as a bruise was already forming on his chest that fast. Oh, this is like when Goku meets the Ginyu Force, and he's moving so quickly they can't even see. He's just wrecking shop. You're just saying words, but I agree. 
How are you so... Putin paused to cough. Fast, American. Obama smiled. Nanomachine, son. How does that taste? End chapter 8. Bit of your own medicine, huh, Putin? How do you like that, Putin? Chapter 9. Obama's fist rippled with metal as the nanomachines blow up prepared for battle. Well, Obama, Putin hissed. The nanomachines in his skin were trying to repair the damage, but they were only able to fix it slowly. They were made to block, not recover. It seems you have me. My nanomachines aren't fast enough for bullets, but the fortunate field prevents that. However, you've tricked it with your nanomachines, so I would admit defeat, but... And he turned to Kanye. Cage briefly remembered how earlier today he had been worrying about his failing ice cream shop. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta remember it at some point. You gotta bring it back to the initial struggle. Putin stepped at Kanye and shouted, Kanye West, are you up to the Kanye test? Kanye stood as his eye glowed red. Putin continued, Satisfy your Kanye quest. Kanye took a fighting stance as Putin finished with, Be better than all the Kanye rest. Be the Kanye best. (laughs) Kanye flew at Obama, the false rubber skin on his arm flying off. Obama dodged Kanye's swing, looking at his robotic arm. Uh, Kanye, uh, what are you doing? The rhyme is that we used to... Uh, that rhyme is what we used to brainwash him, Obama. Ha 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 Putin yelled. And now he's our puppet again. Putin, you fool, Obama shouted. I'm not going to fight my friend. And then he remembered. And thanks to my nanomachines, I don't have to. I'll absorb all his hits without any issue. I know, Putin chuckled. <laughs> That's the plan. Kanye got a hit on Obama, but as he had said, he absorbed the blow without any issue, thanks to his nanomachines. But Kanye's robotic arm began smoking again as the crack in it widened. Oh, no. A second hit tore the false skin off of his other arm. Kanye jumped back and pulled the rubber off, leaving him in his ripped hoodie with two metal arms. Both were now cracked. That's awesome. No. Obama whispered. That's right, Obama, Putin yelled. He's going to tear himself apart trying to kill you. Dude, this is so good. Oh, my gosh. Suddenly, Liam Neeson remembered that he was in this story. Cage the bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Cage remembers the the ice cream parlor. Liam Neeson just remembers that he's present. And he's he's old. That probably happens all the time. I have to do this. I am in this. Suddenly, Liam Neeson remembered that he was in the story. Cage the bucket. Of course, shouted Nick. Cajun Neeson leapt up and ran to the bucket. Nick ran and filled it with water and then passed it to Liam, who ran it back to Kanye. Obama had caught Kanye's fist in his hands after a punch and was trying to hold him back. But Obama was simply too strong and was beginning to crush Kanye's hands. Liam poured the water over Kanye, who froze up. Obama released his hands, but then Kanye began attacking again, swinging his fists. Obama had no time to react, and his nanomachines rose up to absorb the blows again, until Kanye's right fist cracked down the middle and his left arm snapped, giving him a very broken look. Obama leapt back. That, 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 that don't kill me, can only make me stronger, he said, his eyes glowing a different tone. black now. Oh, man. Liam, what do we do now? Nick asked. Kanye's gonna rip himself apart. Liam started panicking. Suddenly, he had a thought. Obama, catch, he said, tossing the butter knife. Knock him out. Obama had a better plan. He deflected the knife off his hand, sending the sharp side at Kanye. It flew straight at his forehead, cutting a chunk of the rubber and revealing a metal skull below it. 
However, it didn't end there. The knife ricocheted further and hit Putin directly in the forehead, blade away. Obama left, leapt over the sand and caught the butter knife in his hand and threw it again, bouncing it off of Putin's head. Uh-huh. He essentially began dribbling it at this point, sending <laughs> the metal bouncing off of Putin's head. Because it always head. ricochets. Yeah, over and over again as he fell. Just before he made contact with Putin, his limbs and body flew into a pose. So he was upside down. He caught the stunned Putin in his arms and kicked, flipping him right side up and suplexing Putin into the sand. <laughs> I'm so confused. I've lost it. Suplexes him. Suple- he suplexes him to the I'm, sand. I'm here for it. Obama stepped back. It looks like Putin was just... He paused for comedic effect. Put down. Putin put Putin down. Putin put down. Okay. Kanye's eyes turned from black to red and then went to dark as he hit the sand. Obama picked him up and began carrying him. Kanye hissed to life just a bit and struggled out of Obama's arms. Well, wait, Obama. I was a machine made to destroy you, but I can use my technology on Putin. You aren't going to kill him, right? Asked Cage. Neeson just remembered why he had come here and bolted down to the trap door to get oh, his daughter. Oh, uh, that's... Yeah, yeah. Wh- where is his daughter? Yeah. Nah, Kanye said. I'm going to take his nanomachines. And a small needle popped out of his, middle, uh, his pointer finger. Mm-hmm. He pushed the needle into Putin's shoulder... And the nanomachines began draining his body into Kanye. Mm. Nanomachines plus cyborg will probably mean that I'll be slow, but I'll be able to hear, heal and be tougher than Putin. He's a tank. Cage nodded. Well, if Putin's no longer an issue, Obama began, I can arrange for pickup right here on this beach. And he began radioing for assistance, assistance just as Liam Neeson and his daughter came out of the trap door. Everyone, Liam said, let's go home. So we got one more chapter. That was a long chapter. That was a long chapter. What are you thinking? I mean, I'm just like, this is such a visual story. Yes. A lot is, you got to picture the action. Mm -hmm. This is the suplexing. Yeah. This is, this almost, this could be read just like as a script with stage direction. Oh, absolutely. Mm. I I would love to see this be made. If this was like a comic book, I'd probably, you know what also occurred to me is, have you, you watched Rick and Morty? Yep. You know that? Like kind of a downer. It was like the last season finale where he fights the president. Yeah, I, this is like straight. That is like completely ripped off of this. Like this person yeah, wrote it. Dan Harmon found it in Justin Roiland. And Probably. Like, I was, um, let's do this. Have you ever read Axe Cop? Axe Cop. Axe Cop. No. It's a comic book. Uh, it was written by Ethan. It's about a veterinarian who uses nunchucks. No salad tongs. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's written by Ethan and Malachi Nicole. Ethan, uh, I believe, was in his mid-20s at the time. Malachi was six. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Malachi was the writer. Hmm. So they created this character named Axe Cop, and Ethan was a professional comic book artist. Oh, sweet. And so That's awesome. Malachi came up with the stories. Mm-hmm. Ethan drew them. That's great. And they're awesome. Axe Cop is what got me into comic books. Oh, yeah? I love Axe Cop. There's, there's, a, there's also a YouTuber who has his... He's like a world-class, yeah. like, you yeah. know manga artist mm-hmm. and he has his son create the characters and then yeah. he just is the same kind of yeah. deal uh but this got published by dark horse it was big for a while off check and they had to, they, they only went to six trades mm-hmm. because malachi grew up and all the stories started making sense yeah terrible and they, they replaced it with his cousins these two girls girls when they're six they're already so smart That's... they already make too much sense like they had they had this one segment called like ask axe cop and mm-hmm. it's like who would win axe cop or chuck norris and then they'd ask malachi mm-hmm. malachi would describe it Ethan would draw it. Um, so my point is that this entire story reminds me of Axe Cop. <laughs> it's great. I yeah. love it. Uh, chapter 10. This is the epilogue. Oh, beautiful. 
A week later, Obama and his new vice president slash bodyguard slash personal rapper slash personal Yeezus were running the nation and giving everyone free health care. Have you accepted Kanye as your personal Yeezus? <laughs> I have. Uh, Liam Neeson and his daughter and Nicolas Cage were all working in his ice cream shop. But Putin was not dead. Deep in the Illuminati's secret mm. base, Putin kneeled at the throne of his lord. So we thought Putin was in charge this whole time. Oh, this is not. this is great. Deep in the Illuminati's secret base. This is base. Darth Vader, and we find out there's an emperor. Exactly. Putin kneeled at the throne of his lord. My liege, he whispered, I have failed you. How dare you speak to me, or speak in such a way to our dark lord, Putin, yelled Nicki Minaj. Ooh. I should have fed you to the snakes. Silence, Nicki, said a man in the shadows, sitting on a throne. What Obama doesn't know is that both he and Putin have prototype nanomachines. And the true nanomachines are in my body, said the Dark Lord. Well then, Nikki said. My lord, will you come out of the shadows, Putin asked. Yes, the man stood and walked almost into the light. His face was hidden, but he was wearing jeans, a golden chain around his neck, and a hooded robe. I know how this is. The robe's hood looked like a snake, and with the robe's length, the man almost looked like a snake rearing up to attack. I will return, but I only ask. Real quick, before he asks, who do you think it is? I think it's Mr. T. That's a good one. That's okay. good. Um, Could be Chuck Norris. The robe's hood looked like a snake, and with the robe's length, the man almost looked like a snake rearing up to attack. I will return, but I only ask, What is it, my lord? Nikki and Putin asked together. Do not call me the Dark Lord anymore. I do not feel like I am a lord. I still feel like my old self, he said. I still feel like I did when I was just a knight, so please call me by the name of the knight. You want us to call you sir? The two acolytes asked. Yes. Call me by what the world once knew me as, he shouted. Call me Sir Mix-a-Lot. Yo, whoa! 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 Yes. uh, Both bowed to Sir Mix-a-Lot, and then they left. Sir Mix-a-Lot turned back to his throne. My anaconda will rise again. That's the end of the story. Whoa! The music, like the strings go, and then it just boom, cuts to black. Yep. Is that a post-credit sequence, or do you think that's the end of the movie proper? Um, I actually don't like post-credit sequences, mm-hmm. so I hope it's the end of the movie proper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I mean, yeah. I like post-credit scenes, but I, this I is like too important. I like they're not expected. Okay. When it's like, a, like the Pirates of the Caribbean. That was like yeah. a little nugget for the fans, like the people that really cared and knew mm-hmm. before the internet was so big. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I'm a fan. I'm staying all the way. But when it's Marvel and it's like, oh, that post-credit scene was great. It's like, yeah. We post-credit. All- people just watch for the post-credit scene. That's what scene. I'm saying. Yeah. Once the battle starts, you're like, like okay, well, now this is going to go This is gonna go well for the hero and I got to exactly. watch the post-credit scene. Yeah. Um, like for Power Rangers, the new Power Rangers movie, uh, I went with one of my friends and the movie ended and he's like, do you think there's going to be a post-credit scene? I'm like... Come on, it's not a Marvel movie. There was. I bet it was. Yeah. There was. And you were disappointed in that? Or you I was that? so mad. Yeah. So, I, I saw it when they put it online, but... Okay. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yes, setting, what do you think? Setting you up think? perfectly. You know, <laughs> it, it didn't... Um, it did have a little, like, Americana in there. It was more about yeah. American culture. With the with the, sh- um, the jets and the the flag. Yeah. I mean, and they, they go to the Library of Congress, I guess. Yeah. In the beginning. White House. And they go to the White House. I totally House. forgot about that. I've read this twice. <laughs> I totally forgot they go there. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, I again, like it, it sounds, it's super visual. So you really yes. have to kind of lock into yes. it. But um, it also reminds me, like when I was a little kid and I used to write, all I cared about was action, right? Because yeah. I only liked you know superheroes yeah. and action films. So it was like, oh yeah, he flew back. There's only so many ways you can say like exactly. he got punched and he flew yeah, back, he and flew then back. he flew back, and then he flew back. They all yeah. flew back. Um, so five things it did right. I feel like the action sequences were accurate as far as like Nick Cage and Liam Neeson. Just kind of being sidelined. Yeah. Yeah. Being well, not, well, not only that, but like how Nick Cage fell. Yeah. Neeson, yeah. Uh, I thought it was funny. I, I, I honestly thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. We always ask like, who was this written for? I think it was written as a joke. Okay. I think he yeah. wrote it on purpose That's as a safe joke. To say. That's so safe to say. definitely not making fun of. We're totally enjoying along with the author. Yeah, I, I mean like the author think. I believe the author's intent was to make me laugh and yeah. it made me laugh. He did it. And he wrote me in with National Treasure Three and I stayed for Sir Mix a lot. Mm-hmm. So um made me want a real Nick Cage Liam Neeson movie. Mm. I would love I would watch it. Yeah. I'd watch it tomorrow. Don't care about the plot. No. Doesn't matter. Uh, I thought his portrayal of Kanye West was accurate. In what, how, how so? Just, just the way he, like, I feel like he quotes himself all the time. He doesn't quote his own songs, but I, I would agree that, like, maybe if he was a cyborg, he yeah. loses a bit of his Kanye ness. Yeah. So they programmed in, yeah. like, what do we know? Kanye has his songs. Let's just have him quote the songs. Yeah. Um, I like that the the latitude and longitude were right. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. actually that's I nice. that was really cool. That's that's also weird that sixty six point six sixty six point six is in Russia. You know the Russians actually have something there. We have it set up like that. Yeah, we requested the line of latitude, longitude. Criticisms, spelling, and grammar. There are a lot of mistakes. Yeah, I can only I, imagine. I had to correct a couple. <laughs> um, this is what I said while reading it, but I didn't feel like there was actually his uh, story when they stole the boat. I think the guy just got lazy, which is fine, but, you know. Uh, another criticism, the coordinates are for land. I mean, the river could work, but... Um, okay, so... As far as you know, maybe they faked the satellite images. That's a good point. You, what were you on, Google Google Earth? Yeah, yeah. I just trust- it. It's all fake anyways. Can't trust that. Yeah. It still says it's a globe. It doesn't show that it's flat. Yeah. Yeah. That's Never mind. It's all Never mind. conspiracy. Um, did you ever do Odyssey the Mind? Do you know what that is? Was that that like thing in elementary school where you could like, it was like challenges? Yeah. To- it was like a creative competition basically. Y- yeah. I never did it. I wasn't yeah. smart enough, but I've heard of it. So for the friend, every, my friends would come back and be talking about it. Yeah. And I'd be like, "Oh, is that where you guys were this this last uh, week?" I was oh, eating lunch by myself. That's so sad. That's all right. I was dumb. I didn't know. Yeah. Well. Uh, so for every team, they had two challenges, and it was uh, spontaneous and the long form. Long form always had a prompt. There were five problems, and you had to solve one. And they were always the most random things in the world. So, for example, I did one, and it was about metamorphoses. A character had to change three times and then back into its original. And so I didn't want to do this one, by the way, but this is just like an example. Um, It was a caterpillar and Gene Simmons as a genie changed him with wishes and he got four wishes. Uh, so it's just really weird. You have four wishes? Uh, it, Man, come on. I just to, had to fit the script. I mean, way to buck the three uh, wishes. That's so yeah, boring. I know. I know. But, uh, and then at the end, we sang, uh, uh, obviously, our own lyrics of uh, Do Re Mi from The Sound of Music. 
So like, you should have picked a Kiss song. It was Gene I, Simmons, right? I know. Trust me, I didn't have a lot of say in this one. You write a story, or you had to. Yeah, actually... you write a story. You write a script, and okay. you perform it, and that gets judged. Oh, okay. Yeah, the year before, um, it had to deal with time travel. Mm-hmm. So I was Indiana Jones. One of my friends played a monkey, and then we got time traveled into the future. And so it's always just random. It's all weird. It's all mm-hmm. crazy, and that's what this felt like to me. It felt like someone was just like off the cup, like trying just to write an boom, OM boom, boom, skip. Boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I did that from like second to eighth grade. So mm-hmm. really random, really weird. Wish um, I'd been invited. Yeah, well, sorry. Sorry. Uh, next criticism. Did you ever watch the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny? This is the ultimate showdown of Ultimate, ultimate Destiny. Destiny. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm putting that as a criticism because I, I enjoyed the song the first time, but I was always friends with the nerds. So they would mm-hmm. walk around singing it. And 300 times later, it's not fun anymore. It's just kind of annoying. <laughs> they both so. got hit by a Care Bear stare. Yep, yep, that's it. So that's it reminded me of that a lot. So Batman was injured and trying to get steady when Abraham Lincoln came back with a machete. I think that's what got me into rap. Like, I first heard that as like, a sheltered little yeah. white boy. And bars. Like, bars. Bars. Uh, and a, a, another criticism, it really reinforces the whole celebrities are the Illuminati thing. Well, only musicians. Yeah. And only those with, I mean, well, those are the underlings because I guess Nicki yeah. Minaj and Sir Mix-a-Lot, yeah. no ice themed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so was Putin, Putin was in the Illuminati? I think, or he yeah, was Putin working was with like, them. Putin was like the shadow leader. He was, or not shadow leader, but he was the, the foe leader. But he was all about fire. Yeah. And they were like, they, they helped, they, Snoop, who's in the Illuminati, yeah. helped Liam Neeson by giving him the sponge. Snoop plays by his own rules. That's just so, a rule. Okay. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. You, you know, he's yeah. am morally ambiguous. Mm-hmm. He'll help whoever suits his needs. Yeah. Uh, so big question: Why is it named National Treasure Three and there isn't a Riley or Abigail? That's what I was. Okay, that's, they completely. Yeah. I mean, totally, they yeah. They bring in the star power. If you can yeah. get Liam Neeson. You got to go it, with Liam Neeson. It almost Neeson. feels like the first half is National Treasure and the second half is a Liam Neeson movie. It sounds like the first half is National Treasure and the second half is like a fever dream. <laughs> that's probably it. That's what it sounds like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's what I got. Mm. That was the story for this week. National Treasure 3. Wow. Yeah. For those of you still with us, yeah. those who made it to the end, yeah. I hope you, I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun reading it this is Um, this is quite different this is kind of a broad send-up kind of deal yeah yeah. so we've had three quite we've had i think one fairly serious one yeah i think rectified and anonymity was that fairly serious you think that was a joke no, I think that one was serious. That was I think serious. that one. I think I, a person wants to do a Pokemon, and I think Battle Royale was was fairly. This was so. I think I think we got a good mix of three fanfics so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to do something different. You know? Straight goofs. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, for those of you who are still listening, thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Suck my fanfic. YouTube, same place. SoundCloud, fuck my fanfic. Uh, podcast. Oh, suck my fan. Whoa, suck my fan. That's our podcast. that's our explicit adult yeah. only. I, I've been talking for like an hour and a half. Straight, Nine so. year olds plus. Yeah, <laughs> fuck my fan. <laughs> uh, 
Um, we're on Tumblr. I don't post on there much, but whatever. And we are also on. There's Apple no reason podcasts. to go on Tumblr anymore. Yeah, no. There's no porn. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah, no kid porn. So I guess. Yeah, mm. I'm sure there's Gardevoir porn. So. Oh man, it's getting scrubbed by the mods. <sighs> not oh that God. I've been looking. Not no, that, no, I haven't been looking. Not that I've been. Not in like uh, an hour and a half. Yeah, I mean, but, at least yeah, since yeah. this podcast yeah. began, I haven't looked. Luckily, we can stand up and not, it not be awkward again. So that's nice. I mean, I, I don't know. I've, I've got a thing for Nick Cage. I love. Oh, I, I love, love Nick Cage. I think he's a great actor. Anyone who says otherwise, I will fight you. Just like I, know <laughs> I think of, he's a terrible actor, but that's why I like he's him. So good. Uh, there are people who like legitimately think National Treasure is bad. And I even said to Ryan before we started, like, if you don't like National Treasure, I'm going to fight you on the podcast. So there's no fighting. There's just love, mm-hmm. just just mutual all admiration. We've for the been, story. We, that's been going on so far. We need to find something divisive. Something yeah, we don't like. Yeah, we'll figure it out. That one likes and the other one yeah. hates. Yeah, next week. Uh, and we're also on Apple Podcasts. Suck my fanfic podcast. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, the biggest issue at the moment is it looks like we're only going to get two podcasts uh, on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts at a time. So if you want the full library, go to YouTube. Um, we'll try to get that figured out, but it costs some money. And It's the man trying to keep us down. For, for the 10 listeners, you guys aren't worth it. I'm sorry. They're trying to, yeah. they're trying to stifle this. It's now, a big podcast. It's a big, po- it's a big podcast big, move. Big podcast. Oh, I hate it. I, hate big I really podcasts. hate it. And, you know, we were leading the national discussion on fan fiction. We're now leading the global conversation. Global. We are in Russia now. Yep. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I hope you guys have a good good night, evening, day when you listen to this. And, I hope you didn't um, listen to this in the morning. This is a, this is an interesting way to start yeah, your day. It is that actually too. probably a good way to start your day because yeah. everything's going to make sense this after day. after this. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. just remember that Thomas Jefferson invented mac and cheese. <laughs> That's great. <laughs>